in the building tonight. I just need some people in the building uh, that aren't ashamed to testify uh, that the devil thought he had you. Do I got anybody in the building tonight uh, that's ever been down and out? Uh, you ever been laying on your back uh, wondering if you were even going to make it? There's something powerful about somebody with a testimony uh, like Lazarus. When they saw Lazarus, uh, I can imagine there was somebody in the city uh, that one day was walking by uh, and had to stop uh, and double take uh, and say, hold on a minute, uh, I thought you were dead. And Lazarus uh, could not deny the death. Uh, he had to look at him and say, you're right. Uh, I was dead. Uh, you're right. Uh, my sickness got the best of me. Uh, but I got one word uh, to testify. Uh, he turned it. Uh, I just need about 50 people in the building uh, with the he turned it praise. Uh, to go ahead and shout uh, because you shouldn't even be here. Uh, but he turned it. I just need some married couples uh, that aren't afraid to give God the praise uh, because you shouldn't even be together. Uh, but God turned it. Uh, somebody shout uh, because uh, he turned it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, he turned it. He turned it. He turned it. Somebody needs to go ahead and notify the enemy tonight. Uh, Rejoice uh, not against me, uh, oh my enemy. Uh, for when I fall, uh, I uh, shall uh, arise. Sister Heard, uh, there was some people uh, that saw me in a weak place uh, that said they're gone. Uh, they ain't never gonna make it. Uh, but I got news uh, for the devil tonight. Uh, he turned it, uh, and I'm here. Uh, Give him praise. I dare you to open your mouth and shout one good time. He turned it. Come on, give him a shout of praise in this place. My God, something liable to break out in the building right now. Something liable to break out in the building right now. Hey! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hey! 
Brother Brian, Sister Jenny, uh, the devil said it wasn't going to work out. Uh, but every time you shout tonight, uh, you're letting every devil in hell know uh, that he turned it. Uh, here we are, devil, uh, giving God the praise. Uh, here we are, devil, we made it uh, by the grace of God. Uh, I just need some radical people uh, on a Sunday night. Uh, got to give him praise. Uh, you don't know uh, like I know uh, what he's done for me. I've got to praise him. Anybody excited for the word of the Lord in this place tonight? Are you excited for the word of the Lord in this place tonight? Are you grateful for what the Lord did in this place this morning? We're so excited to have co-pastor and Lady Mendoza in the house of the Lord with us tonight and their amazing family. I hope you came ready to have some church tonight. We want him to come and deliver the word of the Lord in this place. Would you give God another shout of praise as he comes tonight? Praise the Lord, everybody. Somebody give the Lord a shout out there. I feel an explosion about to happen in this place. We come to put the devil under our feet and give the God of glory some praise. Shout yeah. Shout yeah. Shout yeah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen, amen. I feel like shouting right now, but I got to preach a little bit at least. I want to thank the Lord, first of all, for everything that he has done. I I really want to appreciate, amen, your pastor, Bishop Williams, my brother. Amen. He is... He has become very dear to us, our family. Amen. We hold him very highly esteemed. We bring greetings from Bishop Mendoza, my father, uh, Pastor Moses Mendoza, and the Apostolic Church, Apostolic Tabernacle Church in Stockton. We are your sister church. I said we are your sister church. And when you're fighting the devil over here in Florida, we're fighting him over there in California. But one thing we know, Satan, your kingdom's coming down. And we might not all get together, but one of these days, when he calls us home, they're coming from Colorado. They're coming from California. They're coming from Florida. And we shall shout the victory. Say yes. We want to thank the Lord for everything he's done. Amen. I'm trying, I'm trying to have my Holy Ghost calm me down here because, amen, we're going to get preaching now. But I want to thank, I, I want to say, and I know I, I'm just a, a preacher. Some of you don't know, you've never met. But I, I want to tell you something, that we, we love you from the bottom of our hearts. We pray we have people praying for your church. I know you're praying for us there in Stockton. Amen. And we are one family. 
I said we are one family washed by the precious blood of the Lamb filled with the Holy Ghost we thank God for everything that he has done amen I'm trying to get all my preliminaries done amen because God's about to blow this thing wide open <laughs> amen I want also to give honor to Bishop Elder amen how many enjoyed the word this morning amen also First Lady Elder and all the family we met from Colorado Amen. I met all kinds of people. Amen. I got to get an a airline pass to visit all these people now. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. I don't even go visit my own family. Praise the Lord. But my church family, I'll go see them. Amen. And we want to thank the Lord. I want to thank the Lord especially that the Lord was able. We came across and uh, my wife, Sister Sylvia, and my son, Jonathan, Jojo, and Lulu. Amen. We come all the way here. And uh, I asked my wife if she wanted. She's the shy one. But let me tell you, behind every great preacher, there is a woman of God that is praying over them. Amen. And so I thank the Lord. And I want to say we appreciate the Lord. Amen. God bless the musicians, the choir. Amen. God bless you, girl. Man. I, I have a, a thing for the drums. When I was young, I used to play drums. And I got old and they kicked me off. Amen. But I thank God for everything he's done. Amen. I think I said everything I should, the preliminaries. I want everyone to stand at this time because God's got about to do something in this house. I, I was hearing Bishop Williams talk about this morning that this Sunday is all in. Amen. I guess half of you are still all in. Some of you are dying now, but he said it's all in. I want to know if there's anybody here that you're waiting on a miracle from the Lord. What if I were to tell you tonight that God would give you your miracle? How would you respond in the house of the Lord? I said, how would you respond? If God gave you your miracle tonight and sit on and sit on this day in heaven, let it be done on earth. Somebody shout, today is my miracle. Yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Lord have mercy. You all gonna make me shout before it's time. Amen. Lord help me here. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Amen. Back home where I preach, I, I usually preach with my choir robe, a preacher robe. And I and I'm used to preaching in a in a preacher robe. Amen. But I I, I told my brother. Uh, I'm getting one made for me. I'm also getting one made for my brother. So we'll be sending it to him pretty soon. So your bishop will be up here with the preacher robe. Amen. And he'll be dancing on this side and we'll be dancing over there. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe. Believe that ye receive them 
and ye shall have them. What therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. With this portion of scripture, I want to preach on this thought tonight, my ticket for a miracle. My ticket for a miracle. Somebody's about to walk out with the ticket in your hand that has a miracle written all over it. You've been praying, you've been waiting, but don't wait till the battle's over. Shout now! Shout now! I want everyone to be quiet in the house, and I'm going to say a prayer, because this is that's about, once we get done with this prayer, I don't know what God's going to do. Close your eyes. Bow your heads. Just let Brother Israel pray for a little bit here. And then we're going to jump into this. Lord God, we come before you today. You are all powerful. You are almighty. And you can do anything. And there is nothing impossible that you cannot do. You are Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. You are my savior. You are my blesser. You are my healer. You are my deliverer. You are my strength. And we come tonight to give you the honor and the glory because we know you are a miracle working God. There is nothing too hard that you cannot do. And to every spirit of doubt and unbelief and to every devil sent tonight, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Not only do we bind you, but we put you under our feet and we declare a spirit of faith to be released tonight in the name that is above every name and by the authority of the word of God and by the name the most powerful name of Jesus somebody everybody shout you may be seated I'm going to tell you something. Whatever you got to do today, you better lose your mind. For one reason, you could walk out with a miracle today. I know there might be just 10 people, but if you're one of the 10, you better shout with everything you got. You better dance with everything you got. You better run with everything you got, because I need a miracle. Shout! Shout! 
before I preach, I need to make sure I'm in the right church. Because I don't know if, I, if this is for you or for a different church. But I need to know if there's anybody in this house that the Lord has ever done a miracle for you. Can I get a witness out there? He picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground. They said I'd never make it, but he's a miracle worker. He healed me. Amen, amen. You may be seated. The greatest thing you got is your faith because faith can move mountains. The devil is not concerned about your car. He's not concerned about where you live, but he's concerned about your faith because your faith touches God. And whenever you touch God, God will do the impossible. He'll do what man cannot do. God told Abraham, Abraham, you are the father of faith. But every one of us here, we need help with our faith. Because we live in a world that says we can't. We live in a world of statistics that say you'll never make it. But I come to tell you today, God come by to help our faith to believe who we are in the kingdom of God. I don't know about you. I don't got doctors in my family. My grandpa was a heroin addict. My dad came from the streets. Oh, but by the power of God, they were set free by the blood of the lamb. So God told Abraham, Abraham, I come to help your faith. God sent me all the way here from California, over 3,000 miles, just to help your faith. <laughs> and just to tell you, Israel, go all the way to Fort Myers, Florida, and you tell the church, I'm a miracle worker. Get on that plane, boy, and fly over there, and tell them I'm able. And I can, and I will. Wait, where's the Oren at, my, my uh, candidate, the one that was here this morning? Come here, son. God said, Abraham, I need to help your faith. I need to help you, amen. Amen. Pick up all those ties so I can take them back to California with me. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Leave them there. Leave them there. You see, we need help with our faith. And so God said, listen, Abraham, come here. I want, I want you to walk with me. And I want you to look up in the sky. Look up in the sky. You see all those stars? 
Yes, Lord. That, that, that's your seed up there. You see it, Abraham? Yes, Lord. But, but Lord, I don't, I don't have no children. I know you don't have one. That's not what I'm asking you. But I want you to look up. You see all those up there? That's your seed. He said, you know what? I, I think you need some more help. So let's go by the sand of the seashore and look down. Look down, Abraham. What do you see? Lord, I just see sand everywhere. That's the seed that I'm going to give you. I thank God today. Hold up, brother. Or come here. Come here. I come. Lift your hands right now. Just stand right here. Look at me, son. I'm gonna give you a word right now. How old are you? 15 years old. I'm gonna give you a word, and I want you to hold on to it. This is the word for you. God will always take care of you. Whatever you need, God will supply. Your ministry is in the palm of His hand. So today, God wants you to know, Orin, I'm a miracle worker. And whenever you need me, you call me. I'll come. I'll come. I'll help you. I'll bless you. I'll give you. God, help my unbelief. Help my faith. So we need our faith to be helped. Because let me tell you something. I know some of you, you're super Christians. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of super Christians in California. I know when you go through things, you just say, the Lord's going to work it out. And everything's fine. I, I know you have those people here. But back where I come from, sometimes it's hard to believe. Because I see what the doctor's telling me. And I hear what, the, what my neighbors are telling me. And I hear the bank collector calling me. And the credit man looking for me. And when I hear all this uh, and I look around, I say, Lord, uh, I'm trying to believe. Uh, but every time I look, uh, the enemy's coming my way. Uh, but thank God uh, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Uh, the word of God come by to help your unbelief, uh, to give you strength. About nine years ago, about nine, ten years ago, I herniated my disc in my back. Come to help your faith tonight. <laughs> when I got there, it had got so bad one day, my wife said, we got to call the ambulance. They came and they took me to the hospital. When I got to the hospital, I was there for five days. And on the fourth day, the doctor came in. He said, uh, he said, son, I want to tell you something. He said, uh, you're never going to be able to walk normal again. As a matter of fact, after all the tests that we ran on you, we think that you're not even going to live that long. You're going to have a short span of life. And he walked out of the hospital. And when he told me these things, I thought around and I said, my God, I could feel the enemy all around telling me, you're about to die, boy. That night, it was a Friday night. My father came to see me. My father is old school, like Bishop Elder. They don't, they don't play around. They just tell you the straight truth. 
They don't want to hear no sad stories. And I sat there, and my dad, my, my bishop sat there in, he, in a chair, and he said, what happened, son? He said, I said, Dad, you know, I was waiting for, you know, I was trying to make the story. I said, Dad, he told me that, uh, you know, I would never walk again, and I was going to die, and that I would never make it. And I, after I told my whole story, you know, I, won't, I was expecting my dad to get up and come and hug me and give me a kiss. And he sat there at me, and he said, let me tell you something, son. He said, uh, they told me that the same thing. They told me the same thing 20 years ago, and I'm still here. He said, I got to go now. We got church tonight. He left me there. Let me tell you something. That was 10 years ago. They said, I never walk. I never shout. But I come to tell you, I got a ticket for a miracle. So I have a question for you. I have a question for you. If the doctor said, Brother Israel would never walk again, then why can I do this? America worker! He's a miracle worker! He's a miracle worker! That's why you ought to shout about it! That's why you ought to dance about it! That's why you ought to scream! what they said but I want to know what did God say what did God say God said I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it you may be seated Lord have mercy uh. Sister, sister in the in the red, the one my one that was getting me all pumped up today. She said, I hope you're gonna bring it to me. Let me ask you a question. We're gonna have the music help you out. What would you do if I gave you a ticket tonight that would guarantee that God would do a miracle for you? How would you respond? you respond if God did a miracle for you I said how would you respond 
Let me tell you something. God does miracles in two ways. The first way, he does them immediately. The second way is he does them eventually. But no, but no matter how you look at it, he does the miracle. Yeah! Yeah! I got out of the hospital. I had a preach at a preaching conference. And uh, the Lord puts us in some predicaments to preach. I had a walker. I walked in with the walker. And uh, my wife and my kids, we would go to a restaurant. And then uh, when it was time to go, they would bail on me, Bishop, because I would be scraping like way down like the old people. I was, I need some tennis balls on the bottom. They said, no, nah, you put tennis balls, we ain't going nowhere with you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and I was getting ready to go preach, and I was going down the hallway. And all of a sudden, I was going down the hallway. There was a, a brother that came from a different church, and he, he came and said, uh, can I talk to you real quick? I said, yes, sir. He was like, uh, I, I know, Brother, uh, brother Mendoza, I know you're looking for a miracle. He's like, and I understand you're looking for a miracle and God's going to do. But I just want to let you know, I know a good doctor. And I have a card. If you need his number, I'll give you his number. I wanted to punch him in his face. You know why? Because he was bringing doubt and unbelief. Because I don't play poker like Bishop said, but I put in all my money on Jesus. And I'll call the color red. By his stripes, I'm healed. I told that brother, I said, thank you, sir. I walked in. He got me all upset. I preached. But let me tell you what happened. That night, they prayed for me. And my miracle did not happen immediately. But every day, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I got rid of the walker. I walked a little bit. I stood a little bit. I worshiped a little bit. It got better. It got better. It got better. And then one day, I looked around, and I didn't have no more pain no more. I... He turned it. God come to help our faith. God come to inspire us. Let me tell you something. What we're doing tonight, even our own people criticize this. Let me tell you, not everybody's in love with The Rock. And not everybody's in love with Apostolic Tabernacle Church. They look at us and say, you shout too much. You worship too much. 
you dance too much, but one thing you can't take away from us that we are getting miracles in the house. Baby, talk all you want, but as long as my worship touches him, that's all that matters. When my brother that came, my brother uh, Moses that came, when he first, uh, he, when he was in church, he lost his way. My, don't tell him I told you. He was a little gangster. Praise the Lord. He, he used to sing in the choir with uh, his hair slicked back and all in red like the Northanials there in California. But he would give God the glory. Praise the Lord. At least for 20 minutes. Amen. And then he would go out and do his thing. And my, my parents went into prayer for him. And they were praying and praying for him. And, and all of a sudden, the Lord began to minister to my father. My father said, uh, my, uh, the Lord told my father, he said, listen, I, got, I need to help your faith. So I'm going to give you a vision. And I'm going to show you your son. My dad said all of a sudden while he was in prayer, he said he looked up in his office. And there sitting there in front of him was my brother with the white shirt on, with the tie, and the glory of God upon him. You know what God was doing? He was helping his faith. But he's getting worse. That's all right. I come to help your faith. When the doctor says, yeah, it's getting worse, it's all right. I come to help your faith. I come to lift you up. Within a few years, the Lord restored my brother. Now, listen, this is where I want to get. In my days, I don't want to tell you how old I am. Some of you think I'm in my 20s, but I'm, 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 I'm like 51. Praise the Lord. Amen. Someone say, you look good, brother Israel, 51. All right, nobody wants to help me. Praise the Lord. But in my day, we didn't have all the cell phones. Matter of fact, we were talking with bishops. And we're talking about pagers going back. Some of you don't even know what pagers are. Amen. And phone books and all that stuff. But way back in my day, when I was growing up, if you ever went to an event, whether it was a carnival, a state fair, a concert, uh, wherever you went, they would give you a ticket. And your only entrance that you could get in if you had this ticket. Your mama and daddy would tell you, son, don't lose this ticket. Because if you lose this ticket, you ain't going to get in. They didn't have cell phones and credit cards in them. All you had was a ticket. Uh, and you hid that ticket. If it was important, you hid it somewhere until the day it came. And before you left, wherever you were going, your mama and dad would say, don't forget your ticket. Because, son, if you don't forget your ticket, you know what's going to happen? You ain't going to be able to get in, and you ain't going to be able to get it. Even in church, even church, even when they used to cook after service, and you would try to go and say, I forgot my ticket. They were like, you better go call your mama get your ticket. You ain't getting no free food here. Don't lose your ticket. But I found out something. That a ticket is described as a piece of paper. Or a small card that gives the holder a certain right. 
especially to enter a place or to travel or to participate in an event. It is, if you ever heard the word, it's only admission by ticket only. It was also considered a pass or an authorization. If you had a ticket, that means you were authorized to be there. You would receive whatever that ticket told you. That's the way it was in, back in those days. When I was getting ready to come over here to Florida, and I was saying, Lord, I want to get my spirit ready when I go preach out there. Now, I know, you, I know there's great preachers out there, and there's, but I still need to get on my knees and pray for what God's going to give me a word. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And this is what the Lord told me. He said, I want you to go all the way to Florida, and you're going to take my people tickets for miracles. And I come to tell you today, your ticket that you're going to receive is an authorization from God Almighty to receive a miracle. Some of you are looking at me like, what are you doing, Brother Israel? Let me tell you something. The Lord had me do this. I went and I had something made for everybody here. Now, some of you, uh, some of your brothers and sisters that didn't make it tonight, they missed out. Uh, they're going to say, can I have your ticket? You better tell them, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, sweetheart. This is my ticket. Lord have mercy, I got ties all over. I got like about $100 right here. This is going to help me pay my way back to California, all these good ties. So you know what I went out and did? Because I love you all. I all made you a bunch of tickets, miracle tickets. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I know. This, I knew this is going to happen. I knew this was happen. I don't want to rush everybody. Let me tell you something. I know. Now, let me tell you before, before we, we go on. Because, you know, I, don't want, I know some of you are like, well, Brother Israel came from California and he gave us the magic ticket. And, you know, I don't believe in all that. that, that that's not here. This has come to help your faith. And when you get your ticket, see, I thought, I, I thought of just putting miracle on it. But I said, some of you might need more than one miracle. So let me add an S to it. And let's say miracles. Because something's about to happen in my life. Where's my, where's my, come up here. 
He's getting, he's getting, you're going to be tired by the time I'm done. You, you know how to shout, son? You pretty good? You got to shout, Bishop? Not yet, huh? I know I'm trying to. I get, I'm getting me an instructor when I get back, praise the Lord. I got to lose a couple pounds and then I, we're going to be dancing out there. But look, I, I want to do something for you. How would you respond if I gave you a ticket? Okay, okay, so you got to show these people because, see, some are here, some of them here, they're going to get this ticket, and they're going to, they might even leave it here at church, and they're going to forget about it. But some people, today the rhema came from the Lord, the spoken word of God. I come to tell Fort Myers, the miracle worker. Give me that, give me that little lick that they do when he turned it. You know what I'm talking about. Are you ready? All right, so this is what's going to happen. They're going because you got to, we got to show these people how we got to do it because I, let me tell you something. I pay for the tickets, so you got to respond because if you don't respond, I don't want you to keep my ticket. I got a whole church back in Stockton that want these tickets. <laughs> Are you ready? Go ahead, give me some. take your ticket. Don't let the devil tell you that you ain't going to get a miracle. This is from God Almighty. Everybody shout. Who wants a ticket for a miracle? All right, it's going to get crazy right now. Now listen, let me say something first, okay? I know they're coming. I know you you all getting ready to rush the stage, so I'm going to... I don't want to get trampled, praise the Lord. But let me, let, me, let me just say something real quick, okay? Some of you, when you look at preachers, you think we have it all together and that we just preach a whole lot of things that we know nothing about. But let me tell you something. I'm just like the common folk. 
I need God to pay my bills. I need God to heal my body. I need God to answer my prayers. Now listen, about two and a half months ago, I went to the doctor. I, got, I went to go preach. All the way back, I felt sick, Bishop. I felt terrible. My body began to swell up really bad. My wife was like, we got to do something. I said, I got to go to the emergency. I went to the emergency, got there, and I saw the doctors. And the doctor said, uh, well, we're going to give you some. Uh, they put me on two hours of, uh, of uh, medication to help me, my system. About three days later, I went back, and uh, I saw the doctor again. I said, there's something wrong with me. I, I know there's something wrong. And all of a sudden, they went and did the CT scan, and they did all these things, uh, x-rays and all that. And I was getting ready to walk out of the hospital, and, and, and a lady came. The doctor came and said, uh, Mr. Mendoza, she said, uh, everything is good, but the, we found something that is not good in your body, and, and we need you to see a specialist. And, and, and she told me these things. And as she told me these things, now let me tell you something. I'm a preacher of faith. I believe God can do anything. But sometimes when it comes to your house and it hits you right in the face, you ain't ready to shout about it. I'm being honest. Do I got any honest people out there? Huh? Sometimes you got to cry. But that's why the scripture said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I got on the internet. Worst thing I could have did. I could begin to look through all the things they told me I had. Man, I was crying already. I already was planning my, my, my uh, funeral. I was like, I know I got to invite Bishop to Bishop Williams and Bishop... Elder's going to be there, and they're like, and I'm invited. I already got my list of who's coming, who's going to preach, and all that. Man, I, my mind is going. All of a sudden, the Lord said, "Stop!" And when He said, "Stop," I closed up the internet, and I said, "Lord, renew my mind, renew my mind, my heart, my soul. Let me stand on the Word of God." What you said, you will do. They told me what, I, what was going on. Went to the emergency on June, July. I, I've been in back and forth seeing specialists. I went and one day I was in prayer and I was praying, God, what are you going to do? And all of a sudden, I began to, to hear the word. God began to tell me, Jehovah Rapha. The Lord, my healer. But I, I found, I found an interpretation that I fell in love with. And it was this. It said, the Lord, my healer, and the Lord that repairs. And when I read the word repair, that's what the doctor told me. You need something in your body to be repaired. But I got a Jehovah Rapha. He's a miracle worker. Now listen. 
after all that day, I told the Lord, Lord, I know what else to do. But one thing I know, this is how the Lord works in me. I am going to be the number one worshiper, the number one praiser, the number one shouter. I'll shout on a Wednesday night Bible study, on a Sunday, in my house, in my car, in the shower, it don't matter, cause I need a miracle. August 30th, I go to the doctor. They're going to do a procedure on me to see how far along what needs to be done. But I don't want you to feel sorry for me. For one reason. I got a ticket. Then I got to cash in. It's from God Almighty. It's a miracle. Ticket. Say yeah. All right. Give one to Bishop and his wife. I already know he's going to be shouting. First Lady Williams. Give her two more for her son and his wife. Well, let them shout. Let them shout. Go ahead, give me some shouting music. Bishop, it's your ticket for America! You don't need music to shout by yourself. All right, here we go. First family got tickets. Judah, you get your ticket. He got his. Bishop, I gotta send some miracles to Colorado. Give him some shouting music for Bishop and First Lady and the Church of Colorado. Somebody shout! Don't wait till the battle's over! Shout now! Somebody shout with the bishops!
from your miracle the woman with the issue of blood said if I could just touch the hem of his garment I shall be made whole now listen when you get the ticket in your hand you need to respond as though it's already done Are you ready? No music. Go ahead, stop the track real quick. I want to hear, before this place goes crazy, I want to hear the shout of people that received a miracle tonight.
somebody by the hand and say, shout with me, because I got my miracle. I got my miracle. I got my miracle.
I want everybody in this building to grab your ticket and run to the front of this altar as quick as you can. Grab that ticket and get as close as you can. I'm gonna tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Brother Mendoza has released a word of faith in this building tonight. And I feel like there is a King Joash moment in the building. You'll remember that when the man of God came to King Joash, he simply handed him something uh, that looked like an ordinary object. Uh, he said, take uh, these arrows uh, and put them in your hand. Uh, and when he began to explain uh, that the arrows represented uh, the victory of the Lord, uh, King Joash missed the moment. In his mind, uh, they were just going through a, a cute little object lesson. And so he took the arrows and he shouted just enough to appease the man of God. And the man of God said, oh, King Joash, if you would have only understood the magnitude of what was in your hand, you would have shouted until you utterly destroyed those arrows. I came to tell somebody, don't you dare miss your moment tonight. You're not just holding a piece of paper. You are holding something that represents a prophetic word from God. And I need somebody in the building that is ready for your miracle to release your faith and shout for your miracle. One, two, one, two, three, go! Shout! when uh, I didn't have any money left in my bank account. I didn't have any reason to believe that any money was coming. I came to this church with a word from God that God would supply every single one of my needs. It didn't come without hard times. And my faith was tested. And in the midst of me trying to get my general contractor's license, one of the most coveted licenses in the state of Florida, the one of the most lucrative businesses in the state of Florida. I said, God, I can't deal with this negligently. I gotta study. I gotta pray. I've gotta do my part. I've gotta put my time in the books. But can I tell you, church, it didn't work just like that. I said, things started breaking at the church. 
my bishop needed me and he said no if you don't have time I said no I felt that tug in the Holy Ghost I felt God telling me if you just work for me if you just if you will just work in my kingdom if you will put your hand to what you know how to do God said I'll bless everything that's outside of your control this isn't a coincidence tonight I didn't study one bit I'm not telling you that to be negligent I didn't study but I worked in this church alongside my bishop and some of these men sometimes to two and three o'clock in the morning wrestling with God telling God God you don't know how bad my situation is God you don't know how bad I need this God you don't understand what this is going to do for me and there was a still small voice that just said son I done told you what to do son if you would just order your steps and believe I'm trying your faith the first test came I woke up that morning I was supposed to be two hours from here it was after a red hot Sunday night church. I was tired. I laid in that bed and said, I'm supposed to be somewhere in two hours. My flesh said, you're not prepared. You need to study. You need to get things together. And God told me, he said, yeah, that's your flesh trying to take credit for the miracle I'm trying to do for you. I went to that, I said, God, if you want me to fail, I'll fail. I went there. Over 19 hours of test, I passed every single one of them. Hold on, hold on. There's more. Because even after all the tests, whenever the word should have came, whenever the prophecy should have been fulfilled, God said, son, I got something so good for you. I'm not done with your faith yet. I submitted my application. I wasn't supposed to get it. I didn't have the right, the right type of license. It was supposed to go re before a review board. I was supposed to be interviewed for days. I started getting nervous. I started to doubt what God told me. It started to get dark and I started to get worried. Bills were due. I called my lawyer. He said, son, just call me. Your old number's not working. I'm going to leave you with this. He said, I don't know what you're so worried about. He said, they approved that license five days ago. And listen, this is from the words of the lawyer. If the world knows when God's hand's in it, if the world can recognize when divine intervention takes place, we have the truth of Almighty God. That lawyer, that lawyer told me this. He said, Mr. Stewart, I don't understand it. I've never seen it happen. He said, but for you, there was divine intervention. I said, God can do it when there's no way. And God can do it in his time. Somebody ought to give God a praise for that right now. You see, uh, what they did not understand uh, is that the man uh, applying for the license uh, had a word from God uh, that this uh, is the year uh, of the open door. Uh, and God opens doors uh, that no man can. 
I need somebody else that's got that word over your life uh, to give God a praise right now because there are doors uh, that God is holding open for you that no man can shut. This afternoon, in the city of Garden City, Kansas, there's never been a church like God is building in that city right now. Revival has taken place like you cannot believe. One of the brothers, one of the faithful brothers was standing in the lobby. I'm telling you this because I see all these children out here and they think they gotta wait till they're 15, 16 for God to do a miracle. I'm gonna tell you something. The man of God spoke the word of God today, tonight. While he's talking in the lobby after church, pastor, he just collapsed. He died. Today, he died. He was laying there on the floor. My niece, I, 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 I ought to read it to you, but I can't. It's just too personal. But she posted she turned around in her little, how old is Abby? Four, five, six, not very old, six or seven. She said, she turned around and that little niece was travailing and calling out to God, God heal Brother Wade. God touch Brother Wade. And she said, Pastor Charles went over and laid hands on him today. She turned back around and Brother Wade was sitting up and he was joking with the nurses and the stuff. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. Here's your ticket right now. Somebody ought to just lift your hands and thank God. He's a healer. He's a repairer. He's able right now. He's a miracle worker right now. Come on, I think we ought to take about 60 more seconds uh, with our hands in the air tonight. Uh, whatever it is you're believing God for, uh, I want you to give it completely to Him tonight. Uh, you weren't designed to worry about it. Uh, you weren't designed uh, to carry the burden of it. Uh, I want you to lift it up right now uh, and say, God, uh, I'm putting it in your hands. Uh, God, uh, I'm leaving it with you. Uh, God, uh, I'm going to get about your business uh, and let you take care of it. Come on, uh, lift your hands. Uh, come on, lift your hands. Uh, come on, lift your hands all over this building right now. Uh, Come on, before you leave, open up your mouth uh, and just begin to say, I believe you, God. Uh, I trust you, God. Come on, that's it right there. Uh, somebody needs to lift your hands uh, and just begin to tell him, uh, I trust you, God. Uh, I trust you. Uh, come on, when I can't see you, uh, I trust you. Uh, when I can't trace your hand, uh, I trust you, God. Uh, come on, right now, lift up your hands. Uh, all over this sanctuary, that's it. Uh, there's a deep move of the Holy Ghost here. Uh, 
right now there's some families uh, that are going to leave this building uh, and you're going to walk right into the miracle tonight uh, there's some families uh, you're going to walk out of this service uh, and this week uh, your phone is going to ring uh, this week uh, you're going to get correspondence in the mail uh, this week uh, you're going to be called into a meeting uh, this week uh, somebody's going to pick up the phone and call you I need you to lift your hands right now uh, and begin to see it in the Holy Ghost uh, come on uh, Jesus is asking somebody uh, will thou uh, will thou uh, will thou uh, will thou uh, somebody just tell him Lord I believe uh, help thou my unbelief uh, Lord I believe uh, help thou uh, mine unbelief come on there it is uh, somebody's touching the eternal tonight uh, somebody's breaking through uh, and touching the eternal tonight uh, come on that's it sir uh, somebody ought to pray in that heavenly language uh, somebody ought to begin to pray uh, in that heavenly language right now uh, God's going to begin to prophesy through you. God's going to begin to speak through you. God's going to begin to work through you. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right now. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. The moment that you walk in.
Come on. Right now, right now, right now. Come on, there it is. Come on, there it is. Come on, there it is. tell you what I just saw in the Holy Ghost I just saw somebody as if they were walking into the the administrative office of this church and I couldn't see your face but as you approached the door of the administrative office of this church you pulled a key out of your pocket but as you grabbed the key to put it in the door I saw it turn into one of these And as you went to put it in the door, the door opened. And as the door opened, you went to the next door. And that door opened. And you started walking and unlocking every single uh, door as you walked through the office. And God said, somebody in this building, uh, I just granted them access tonight. Come on, I don't know who you are, but the miracle you need uh, is simply access. Uh, And somebody, that may not be for everybody, uh, but somebody needs to grab that little piece of paper right now uh, and hold it up in the air uh, and say, thank you, Lord, uh, for access. Uh, Thank you, God, uh, for access. Uh, Come on. uh, Come on. uh, God said, go back to that door uh, that you thought was locked. uh, Because when you open up uh, this time, uh, you're going to be granted access. Uh, Go back where you got a no before. uh, Because this time, uh, God's going to give you a yes. Uh, Go back to the roadblock. uh, Because this time, uh, God's going to make a way. Uh, Come on, lift up your hands. Uh, Lift up your hands. Uh, Access. Access. Come on, access granted. Access granted. Access.
says, grant it. Access granted. Access granted. I want you to hear me, church. What God is doing in this building right now is not just for the people in this building. There are people streaming live right now all over this country. And I'm telling you, there are some people streaming right now uh, that this word is for them. There are families connected to this church right now uh, that can't be here tonight. Uh, this word is for them. Uh, I want us to begin to lift up our voice right now uh, as we stand here uh, geographically. Uh, we stand as a representation for them. Uh, and wherever you're at tonight, uh, in your home, in your living room, uh, begin to lift your hands in the building uh, because tonight uh, your miracle has been released. Uh, tonight the word in this house uh, was also for your house. Uh, lift up your hands. Uh, help me pray one more time. Uh, help me pray one more. Your prayer is reaching outside of the four walls. Uh, your prayer is going outside uh, of this geographical location tonight. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, in the name uh, of Jesus. Yes.